aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. We're doing something very unusual this week. We're having Dr. Jerome Corsi back because his book is so valuable, we could not do it in one interview. This is part two. Uh, 2004, he co-authored New York Times bestseller, uh, Unfit uh, Command, Swift Boat Veterans Speak Out Against John Kerry. That book alone probably cost John Kerry the election. In the last eight years, he's written eight New York Times bestsellers, nonfiction books, Obama Nation, Atomic Iran, Bad Samaritans, Who Killed Kennedy, best book ever on the assassination, uh, Partners in Crime about the Clintons, his blockbuster, Killing the Deep State, Silent No More. Boy, how... I became a political prisoner of Mueller's witch hunt. We're seeing the same thing with this uh, January 6th inquisition. Make no mistake, it wasn't an insurrection. This is an inquisition about these people. Just the same thing that happened during the Dark Ages. Coup d'etat, exposing deep state treason and the plan to reelect President Trump. Now, part two of the book. This, I think, is the most important book he's ever written. This uh, lays out the plans of the deep state, the plans of the elites. It is called The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, Climate Change, and Age of Disinformation. Why is it 400 pages? Because there's so much to tell. Right, Dr. Corsi? Yes, that's right. Thank you very much, Erskine. This may be the most important book I've ever written. It is for not only... Uh, here, but it's also for the entire world to see exactly what they're doing. This is the what they are using to bring in the new reset, and this is what they're using to bring in the socialism and get complete control over we the people, isn't it? Yes, and it's a it's now a neo-Marxist agenda, and it aims to destroy capitalism, demonizing carbon dioxide because hydrocarbon fuels, when they're burned, emit carbon dioxide. So if you can make right. everyone afraid of carbon dioxide, you can, you can turn off hydrocarbon fuels, which are the engine of capitalism. Absolutely. So the environmental people, and it's a good thing they're doing it in the summertime, they always bring this out in the summer when it gets hot. Uh, yeah, right. It gets hot every summer. Some summers a little hotter than others. But uh, these people are watermelons. They're green on the outside, but they are Marxist red on the inside. That's the truth. I mean, the this whole idea really originated in the 50s when you had um, writers uh, begin to say there's too many people, overpopulation. Right. And you had Paul Ehrlich, the population bomb in the 60s. Uh, they basically wanted to eliminate human beings, because we are the problem. We are our own worst enemy. And it had no value in human intelligence or the ability of us to utilize the resources of the Earth intelligently and expand human well-being and the number of humans on Earth. So the this environmental movement, especially once John Holdren joined it, he, was the, he later became the science czar for Barack Obama, decided right. that they would make climate the issue and say that hydro, you know, this carbon dioxide is causing, first they thought the Earth to cool, so in the 1970s it was global cooling, we're going to have a new ice age. Then when the Earth started to warm again in the 
in the late 70s and the early 80s, going into the 90s, they, they switched to global warming, which is where we are today. And right. it is all uh, basically nonsense because carbon dioxide is a trace element, about 0.0003 or 4% of the atmosphere, and it is not a major driver of climate. Like you pointed out, Erskine, the, you know, the, the real news flash to the, to the left is sun heats Earth. I mean, go outside, take a look. That yellow, big yellow ball in the sky is not a tree ornament. It's the sun. And it is the source <laughs> and, of all and, of our heat. And the sun works on cycles. That's the important thing. 100,000-year cycles, 20,000-year cycles, and it don't have a thermometer that we can control, does it? No, and the, and the sun is not there at our convenience or the Earth's <laughs> pattern around the sun is not designed to make us all, you know, get the perfect temperature for human beings. The right. Earth, I discussed the Milankovitch cycles, which are the orbit of the Earth around the sun, which is elliptical, like an A. Right. It's, it's, and sometimes it's more, it's more it's circular, more, sometimes it's, it's not more round. elliptical. It's, it's more egg-shaped going around it. If you picture like that, egg-shaped egg as opposed to round. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes the egg is elongated. In other words, the elliptical right. orbit gets extended. And this happens periodically in regular cycles of you know, every 100,000 or more years. And we right. tend to be able to, we, we can go back and we can correlate the ice ages with roughly with the Milankovitch cycles when the Earth gets a more elliptical orbit, more extended away from the sun, right. the Earth is cooler, and that can produce the ice ages. It's and not that, the only we, that we don't want, because the ice ages no. was terrible. People were dying from it. You couldn't plant things uh, with a drop of temperature. That was terrible. Global warming is more of the ideal than the ice age, absolutely, isn't it? I'd much rather have an interglacial warm period which right. we've had now for about 25,000 years. Even this was interrupted by the Little Ice Age, which ended around Napoleon's time and his attempt to escape out of Moscow when his troops froze to death, the, the Napoleon's army. But, but it, did good, that, it did good for George Washington crossing the Delaware. It really yeah, all helped those pictures, him. All those pictures with George Washington crossing the Delaware, and there's big ice blocks all over the place, indicates that right. at, at that time the Earth was in a cooling period sure and it was the little ice age and it had nothing yeah. to do with carbon dioxide i mean the amount of carbon dioxide in the earth going back into geological time is was much greater the you know 4.6 billion years ago when the earth was created carbon dioxide has been reducing in the atmosphere for the last 175 million years it was a, you know, at that point 175 million years ago it was seven seven thousand five hundred parts per million in the atmosphere carbon dioxide today it's during that time dr corsi the world was more the world was more lush during that time because of the carbon dioxide more growth more green during that time wasn't it well it, it, it essentially today it is i mean it, periodically we had huge amounts of carbon dioxide when in the previous ice ages uh, the right. amount of carbon dioxide in the earth is not a function of burning hydrocarbon fuels. It has to do with the Earth's carbon cycles, the Earth, the way the Earth creates the atmosphere, and it's changed massively the composition of the atmosphere in geologic times. 
So we, we have many ice ages where we had much more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and there were no human beings. Let me ask Global you a warmers, question, sir. I, I, they ignore that. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Doesn't a lot of the carbon dioxide come from the oceans? Well, carbon dioxide is absorbed by the oceans and also, I mean, the, the carbon dioxide is absorbed by the earth, it's absorbed by the oceans, and it's a, you know, not, a, because we burn hydrocarbon fuels, we put X quantity of additional hydrocarbon right. fuels right. burn and carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. It doesn't mean the atmosphere adds that X amount to what was there previously. The earth has absorption systems. It's not linear. It's a nonlinear system, so you can't get an additive addition of carbon dioxide and have it just continue to pile up. And that's what the you know, global warming enthusiasts believe is happening. The Earth's carbon is a one of the many elements on Earth that you know that is regulated by the Earth's weather and climate. Climate is really patterns of weather, and right. weather operates on the Earth to take heat and distribute it from the equator where the sun hits most directly to the poles and from the lower atmosphere to the upper atmosphere. And even in an ice age, the earth is still distributing what heat there is. It's Human beings have been here less than 10 million years, about a microsecond in a 4.6 billion <laughs> year right. cycle. The earth must look at us as you know, the most recent creatures to be walking around the surface of the earth. And dinosaurs lasted 100 million years. I'm sure the Earth is saying, I don't know how long these creatures are going to last. But, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not designing all my systems for the convenience of human beings. They're here for a while. Maybe they'll be gone. It's, it's had, we've had five major extinctions on Earth, and none of them had to do with human beings. Now, one of the things that I have noticed, and Charlie Kirk just wrote a book called The College Scam. This is what's happening uh, we've had so many lies brought out about this. I think one of the biggest, and you've got it really well documented in your book, and that is about Michael Mann's hockey stick. Uh, this was a complete out-and-out lie, not reproducible. And the person who really uh, looked at this quite a bit, one of the people, was your uh, co-author, the person who well, wrote the forward to your book, who really knows a lot about it. He did a lot of work on that, didn't he? Yes, Mark Morano, who wrote the foreword yes. of the book, and I dedicate the book to Mark Morano. He is the creator of ClimateDepot.com. If you've never been there, please, it's an important site, ClimateDepot, right. D-E-P-O-T.com. <laughs> and, um, yes, Mark has been very much involved in this movement going back 15 or 20 years. He, right. Mark Morano has been thrown out of more climate meetings and internationally <laughs> IPCC United Nations meetings that I can remember happening. That's a badge of honor for Mark. That's an absolute badge of honor. Yes. He's a warrior. And the Michael Mann hockey stick, which was this graph Michael Mann produced in the nineties, which said all the temperature of the earth has been, you know, flat. We have not had high and low temperature. It's all flat. The earth regulates temperatures and that's the stick of the hockey stick. And then the Industrial Revolution comes along, and we start burning hydrocarbon fuels, and then the graph shoots up. That's the blade of the hockey stick. 1990 was the warmest decade ever. 1998, the warmest year. The guy just left out all the middle uh, middle evil uh, warm period. He left out the Little Ice Age. Anything that didn't fit in, he just threw it out, didn't he? 
That is yes, science I, today. Wow. No, it's my propaganda. Book cites the, my book cites the statisticians who have taken Michael Mann's work apart and shown right. how it's fraudulent statistical methodology and the climate gate emails that we had released in the 90s make it very clear that Michael Mann and the other scientists who were part of this UN cabal knew that they were falsifying the data and did it intentionally in order right. to erase the Little Ice Age, to erase the medieval warming period, to erase anything that made their data wrong. And so, therefore, it is completely fabricated. Uh, but, you know, if you take a look at that hockey stick, it's alarming. Human beings have caused the planet to warm up like it's never been warm before. That's not true. <laughs> right. Total, total fraud. Now, now, my friend, uh, Dr. Tim Ball said that uh, Michael Mann should be in Penn State instead of Penn U, where he's teaching. And uh, so he, uh, Michael sued him. They went into court. And, they, of course, he was countersued by Tim. And what happened on that was he refused to bring his data into court. They threw the case out. He refused to bring his data in because it isn't good. It's not reproducible. That is a corruption of science, isn't it? Absolutely. And he also was operating under, you know, federal grants, and he had an obligation to show that data if it was required. But Michael Mann hid the data, falsified the data, and produced a sensational graph that the U.N. has grabbed upon to scare everybody about hydrocarbon fuels. We'll be right, we'll be right back, Dr. Forsman. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? 87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. It's incredible, but this book, The Truth About Energy, Global Warming and Climate Change in the Age of uh, Disinformation, is 338 pages, and it is a page-turner. It's not boring. I mean, when I got into it, I thought, oh, I know this, a lot of it, but it's kind of boring stuff. No, it is not boring at all, Dr. Uh, Dr. Corsi. It is absolutely exciting. It tells you how we have been lied to. You've got three parts of politics of energy the science of energy, and the economics of energy. We talked about the politics of it when we started. Now, on the economics of energy, we're seeing that right now. They're pushing the we uh, the uh, electric cars. They're pushing all of this. Uh, we're going to run out of oil. We've got to get oil from other places. And you're, you're saying there are two types of oil, uh, biogenic and abiogenic oil. And synthetic oil. Let's talk about the differences there, please. Because well, the, we are not running out of oil. That's what's so amazing. 
Uh, it's being produced daily. New oil. Are more dinosaurs dying, Dr. Corsi? No. The, the whole idea that oil is, is biogenic, which means created from biological material, living right. matter, is nonsense. The the idea that you know, first the you know going back to the eighteen eighteen hundreds uh, they said, well dinosaurs created oil well now they're down to plankton any living thing bacteria uh, deposits on the bottom of the sea of organic material anything they can find but the truth is that uh, organic material does not decompose when it dies into a higher form of energy that would violate the second law of thermodynamics entropy. It, it dissipates. It, we decompose. When we die, we don't, you know, we, we begin to smell. We get buried. We get buried because we're decomposing. We're turning into constituent chemicals. You know, I always had, I had a cat when I was a kid that got run over by a car. I buried it in the backyard. A few months later, I dug it up. There was no oil. A few bones, a little bit of feathers <laughs> still left. No bone, no oil. Uh, okay. I don't know of a single case where a human being has been buried and dug up even in, in geologic time, where they turned into oil. You know, that doesn't happen. Right. The Bible doesn't say, the Bible says dust into dust, not dust into oil. You know, <laughs> I love it. And there's right. a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And that is that I, I demonstrate in the book that oil and natural, all hydrocarbons are naturally made by the earth. These Fischer-Tropsch equations that the German chemist devised in the right. Weimar Republic shows how oil, natural gas, uh, all hydrocarbon fuels are synthesized. In other words, made naturally, not by dying organic material, but made naturally in the mantle of the earth through a catalytic process that combines hydrogen and oxygen and produces, I mean, hydrogen and carbon produces hydrocarbon fuels. And we see this with hydrocarbons coming out of these deep sea vents at the bottom of the right, ocean. Right, The uh, Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute has gone down there and sampled the hydrocarbons. They are created, and in an article published in Science, the Woods Hole Oceanographic Group says these hydrocarbons from the mantle of the Earth were produced by the Fischer-Tropsch process. Been so all, all these people who prophesied that we'd be at a limit, we'd be out of oil by X day and Y day and all that, they're totally wrong because it isn't dependent on getting dead matter. It's a question that it's actually being manufactured inside the earth. Thank goodness for that. It's a wonderful thing. There is no limit to the oil. And the fact is that, you know, the oil pools comes up through Bedrock fa- fractures and pools and sedimentary rocks. Right. Our, our genius petrogeologists think that the rocks form the oil. It's not true. And in the uh, in early on, I published Black Gold Stranglehold in 2005, and and these peak oil people, a whole bunch of them. Matt Simmons was one of the most famous. Uh, he wrote a book called Twilight in the Desert: Saudi Arabia right. Running Out of right. Oil. I used to argue with these people, and and they demonized me. They're all gone. We didn't run out of oil. We've got more than ever in human history. We'll be right back. More oil than ever. Being created every day. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal 
fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for a no-fee-for-life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. The climate lies. The lies about oil. It's infinite. We're going to run out of it. The lies about the dangers of it. It's infinite. The lie, but they can't lie about a few things. They can't lie about its reliability, can they, Dr. Corsi? No, because hydrocarbon fuels are not only abundant and relatively cheap, they're also the most powerful of the fuels we have, and possible exception nuclear fuel, but... Let's leave that aside because of you know, the hesitancy to use nuclear fuels. The renewable fuels of wind and solar are nowhere near as powerful. Hydrocarbon fuels are combusted. That has the strongest energy potential. With wind and solar, you are producing electricity that has to be stored in a battery. So it's already right. got some energy loss simply to be stored. And the storage... Facilities and materials also do things like take up lithium and electric cars, which are very detrimental to the environment to mine and produce. Uh, Of course, the energy to run an electric car has to come from hydrocarbon fuels predominantly. Uh, When we try to use, on any scalable basis, wind or our solar power, we can't power a city or a large metropolitan area with wind or solar, because they just don't work on that scale. And they're not scalable. Look, I say, you know, Erskine, if we had a battery the size of a television set, we would store solar energy and power a city, you wouldn't have to have federal subsidies to put it in place. There'd be commercial production of that overnight. We don't have them that powerful. The technology does not work. And once the subsidies dry up, once the government quits paying for this with federal tax money, our money, and tax breaks, we're going to have a, we have huge collections of useless wind turbines and solar panels that fill up a junkyard somewhere of magnitudes it's that are huge. It's happening now. It's happening now. They have nowhere to put them. And, and all of these things, the solar, the wind, a lot of this, uh, the batteries, most of those are coming out of where? They're coming out of China. Is this because that... Uh, this is a payback for the deals that were cut for Biden. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is uh, that's all coming out of China. It's not being locally produced here in the U.S. They're shutting down mines in the U.S. And also, China is the greatest polluter of, of carbon dioxide in the world. Right. Greatest right. emitter of it. They, China is fully on board with coal. In fact, China has the largest fissure trop plant converting coal 
into petroleum products anywhere in the world. China is buying oil and natural gas all over the world. China has abandoned the idea they're going to use solar or wind power because they're not going to have their massive population be in revolt in the winter. This Chinese communist government is too fragile. And the Europeans, the Western Europeans, are going to quickly find out this winter that they're going to freeze. In Germany, people are already buying wood stoves and cutting down forests. So they're, you know, when Russia cuts off the natural gas, the price of natural gas and oil is going to go skyrocket throughout the world. Right. We're paying now five dollars a gallon for gasoline. We're in we're in hyperinflation. You know, the Federal Reserve has finally admitted that we've got runaway double-digit inflation, which they can't control. And right. uh, I say we're going to be paying $10 a gallon for oil or more because the Biden administration insists on shutting down pipelines like the Keystone Pipeline, ending offshore drilling, doing everything they can, they can the Biden administration, to end hydrocarbon fuel production in the United States, which is insanity. It means we're going to go to a lower standard of living. It's all about eliminating capitalism. But as a means of doing so, human beings are not going to be able to sustain the style of life or the quality of life that we've had and are capable of passing to the rest of the world. They would just abandon these socialist ideas. Unfortunately, this uh, socialism has caught on in the United States with critical race theory, and we're going down the same route of insanity, Green New Deal, which is energy suicide. Cheap energy equals prosperity. Our prosperity was based on hydrocarbon fuel, cheap energy, reliable energy. uh, And this has really served us well during the last uh, 150 years since it's come about. And this has served us very well. Now, we had a really great move by President uh, Trump when he backed out of the Paris Treaty. I think that was a major plus. You, You write about that in your book. Uh, the truth about energy, right about how he backed out of the Paris Accord, how that would have destroyed the United States economically in many ways. Well, that's what the left apparently wants to do. Right. There's too many people. We've got to kill unborn children. We've got to, you know, have COVID. Everybody's got to lock down. If this is, you know, disease is going to kill everybody. We better lock down and shut down the economy. Well, you know, global warming, too much carbon dioxide, we better lock down and have a, a lockdown for you know, global warming purposes. It's about control. The left is on a, a religious, secular religious idea here with virtually an ideology. You can't disagree with the left. They demonize you, call you names. Right. It, it, is, it, is, all, argument. it, all, it is with religious fervor. This is a, uh, a religion of uh, following... Gaia, this is that type of religion, isn't it? Yes, and it's also uh, neo-Marxism. It's, right. it's a resentment of the ability of human beings to create wealth and to enjoy the wealth that we, we create. By the way, it's not only cheap energy, it's also a warm, interglacial warming period. Uh, I do, I'm not forward, looking forward to an ice age. I don't particularly want to live through another ice age. that We had like the little ice age back when Napoleon was around. Or the true ice ages, where most of the globe was covered by glaciers. Right, that's no fun right. to live through. I wouldn't you know, think and, so. No, and you know when you take a look at the uh, the 
physics, the chemistry, the geology, uh, the Earth has gone through massive changes. It's not a stable place. We had 65 million years ago the, the dinosaurs dying. Well, a massive comet hit the Yucatan. It was an asteroid. hit the at Yucatan and caused a tsunami that reached up to North Dakota. Right. Uh, we had a, a million years of volcanic activity in, uh, in India that threw sulfur oxide into the air, sulfur, and this sulfur blocked the sun, ended right. photosynthesis. That, that they called a uh, nuclear, nuclear summer, right. Right, and, and in, in the process of all this, I think there's also evidence, which I discuss, that the, you know, the, this, this uh, theory of Earth plates, uh, the Earth expanded. This idea that all the planets were, all the continents were together in one big landmass, as Gowanda, and the oceans were all the rest of the Earth, and then the continents broke up and split apart, and that's how we got plates. That's another silly idea, another metaphor, like fossil fuel. If you had all the landmass of the Earth, all the continents joined in one landmass, and all the water in the rest of the Earth, your axis of the Earth's mass would not be uh, anywhere near the axis of the Earth's rotation. The Earth would spin out of control and, and destroy itself. And it's, you, we look right, today, right. the continents are split apart. The oceans are between them. It's a stable mass distribution. But the Earth had to have expanded because the dinosaurs, we don't have creatures that big anymore. No, you know, the, no. And they, they were adapted to living in a smaller, a lower gravitational field. Right. In other words, if the Earth was smaller, with smaller mass, it had less gravity, and creatures of the size of dinosaurs were adapted, whereas once the gravity increased with an expanding Earth, dinosaurs were no longer functioning. Now, there was no human beings around with their little carbon fires to cause the Earth expansion or the asteroid hitting or the volcanic activity, these are the kinds of dramatic changes that affect the Earth, not a few additional hundreds of parts per million of an already dramatically reduced carbon dioxide content of the atmosphere since 175 million years ago. We altogether overestimate the impact of human beings when, as far as the Earth is concerned, I continue to say, you know, we, we're... Just another creature walking around. I don't even think we're a nuisance to the Earth because of the nature of forces involved. Think about the sun heating the Earth, the amount of energy involved, you know, the amount of energy from cosmic rays that help to formulate the clouds, the interactive system of weather on, on Earth with the warming of the oceans and their impact on cloud formation. And this is so complex. The forces of energy, as I describe in the book, are so powerful that human beings burning hydrocarbon fuel are a, a non-event. Now, you've got a couple. I, I really loved the chapter because I didn't know about uh, abiotic oil. Abiotic versus uh, bioge- uh, biogenic, a, a uh, biogenic oil. And you talk about the Fisher uh, topic sets process, the synthetic oil. Fisher Trops. Yeah, Fisher Trops equations. Right. And the Russian-Ukrainian school, Thomas Gold, the deep heat, biosphere, all of that. It's amazing. That was amazing to me. Now, the other thing that you talk about, and I love this one, your last chapter of the book, your last chapter is um, concerning 
re renewable energy, the sad realities. I think we had a very good demonstration of that in the nation's uh, number two, I guess Alaska's number one, number two oil producing, oil and gas producing state, Texas, when they went to renewable and they were having blackouts all over the state. Now they're telling people they're having blackouts, of course, all daily in places like California. People all across the country are scared, especially in Arizona where I am, you know, 116 degrees, we're going to have a blackout. No, 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 no. That's not going to work too well here. But the fact of the matter is, uh, when you've got this type of fear coming about and they don't have reliable energy, that's what happens. They're telling people with electric cars, don't fuel up, don't fuel up. You're going to cause a blackout. You're going to put too much strain on the grid. Now, this is insanity. This is absolute insanity. But I think on the electric cars, if they want to shut them down, they can shut them down much easier than any other. And I think that... Uh, why? What is the reason for the electric car? What do you think? It's well, not it, it's a, just again. It, it's another you know bad idea. I mean, it, it, yes, electric cars. You can make an electric car that works, and today they cost about sixty thousand dollars. So you're telling someone who is, you know, having difficulty economically paying five dollars for a gas that the solution is to buy a sixty thousand dollar car. Yeah, that's, so buy, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And you buy a sixty thousand dollar car. Now you want to go to to fill it up with electricity, and people are finding all over the country there's not enough charging stations. If you charge these vehicles fully, it could take four hours. You're going to say, yeah, you're going to take a trip and you run out of fuel on the highway. It stops. What are you going to do? Are they yeah. the cop going to come by with a can of electricity? I don't think so. AAA is not going to carry around and generate no. and charge your car. No. So I mean, the point is the whole impracticality of the infrastructure needed to implement solar and wind power uh, has not been thought through. We don't have the infrastructure in place. If you try to use in a grid solar and wind, a lot of states are mandating it now. Again, it's for an ideological purpose. Well, what happens is you've got to have hydrocarbon backups. You've got to be able to switch. The uh, renewable fuels are not powerful enough to handle peaks of energy demand. So you'll have increasing blackouts. It's actually more costly. You're only going to end up spending more hydrocarbon fuels just to try to implement these renewable fuels. They're more of a nuisance than they're worth. Yes, you can put a solar panel on your roof and you can generate some electricity. That doesn't mean you can have a field the size of you know, Nevada with solar right. panels right. to provide electricity to Los Angeles. It's not going to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. You put it on, I've got it on my house, and, but you can't have it on your house everywhere. There are places in this country you don't have enough sunlight to make it practical. Uh, you had to look at the dollar and cent payback of it. That's what I looked at. And that's what people look at. A lot of people is dollar and cent payback. I didn't do it for the environmental reason. I did it because it would be cheaper. Right. And, and those kind of decisions make sense, but not for, on the base, the scalable basis of a city. And you have now utility companies saying they're going to put in a smart meter. And if you use too much electricity to heat or warm your house or cool it in the, in the, in the summer, they're going to shut your electricity off. So right. It's totalitarian. These are people who want to limit our ability to enjoy and expand economic activity. 
They want us so to much of the environmental worms. movement is about yeah. controlling and manipulating the public, and, isn't it? And the and reducing human life on Earth. Now, the globalists don't want to reduce their own lives. Bill Gates has no. in mind reducing our lives, not his. You know, the, the globalists flying around the private jets to go to the World Economic Forum meeting in Davos, Switzerland, think that they're the ones who are going to enjoy all the wealth of the world while all the rest of us are slaves, serfs, and peons who have nothing. And that's fine with them because they think there's too many people in the world anyway. And if we get right. rid of a few billion human beings, they think they'd be better off. They now, vote, not only I, not, That's not you saying it. Uh, Bill Gates said it. Uh, Klaus Schwab said it and it was written on the Georgia Guidestones. This is proof positive, not conspiracy theory. It's real. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Why do I say that this book is the most important one that Dr. Corsi's written and one of the most important books you can get? The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change in Age of Disinformation. Because the Great Reset we're going under is based on two things. There were two linchpins. President Biden, when he was in one of his more lucid periods, said there are two things. Number one is worldwide global warming. They're using that for the great reset that is allowing money to go from all of us from uh redistribution of wealth that's what socialism is about but it's redistributing it from us in the middle class and the lower class to those in the upper class now how they get by with it without us seeing it well it's very clear they also are using white supremacy and all the uh critical race theory to have people fighting among ourselves so we're not watching what they're doing Am I right on that, Dr. Corsi? Is that basically the outline that they're working? Yes, I, I devote the first part of this book to showing all the political philosophy that going to, you know, the Malthusians morphing right. into the neo-Marxists. The Frankfurt and, School uh, and all of that, right. Right, and the, they decided that if they could scare us about the air we breathe and the, and the global temperature... People would do anything they could in order to stop the problem. And you get children in school being educated on this. They come home, they think their moms and dads are killing their future because they're putting gasoline in their car, which is right. Fear is a great motivator. They are motivating with fear. But beyond that, they're motivating us with false information and using colleges, universities, and schools to do it, aren't they? Yes, and I I wrote this book because... 
you know, having studied this is my third book on energy, it's, it's become a passion of mine because the science is completely distorted as taught in the universities. It, I've, right. As a matter of fact, they won't. Fallacy. They won't even hire professors if they are uh, climate change deniers. They call it. They won't even hire them. They don't want to hear anything. It's like Al Gore said. Uh, you know, the science is settled. No, it isn't settled, Mr. Al Gore, wouldn't stick. It's not settled. And most scientists do not go along. 97% of the scientists believe this is all what they're trying to do. Go with the group. You'll get your, you'll get your rewards. They'll pay you better. You'll get a PhD quicker. Uh, and you'll get all of these uh, things from the government. They're paying people to go along. If you go along, you're going to be happy. If you don't go along, this is the same thing they did to you. Uh, if you go along with what Mueller wants, you'll be happy. They're doing the same thing on a bigger scale to science and to the universities and schools, aren't they? Go along yes, with they us. Are, and the, you know it's a lie, but go along with us, and you'll get the goodies. Anybody who's not permitted to disagree, these global warmists who won't allow you to debate with them, know that they can't win the debate. They know they have a weak case. They have a strong case. Right. They look, at, look at Michael Mann. You wrote that. Couldn't bring the stuff into court. Look at Michael Mann. Nothing reproducible. And uh, all of this. So you've got it documented, Dr. Corsi. It's completely documented. We need to get this in the hands of some reporters so they can at least wake up and college people. The book will probably be demonized and banned and censored and uh, because, again, it's not on the, uh, you know, the politically correct uh, social religion, which is that, you know, climate is our enemy. We are our own enemy. The sixth extinction, human beings are going to cause right. our own extinction. Well, again, you know, we might with an atomic war, nuclear war, but the idea by burning hydrocarbon fuels, we're going to heat up the planet cataclysmically is uh, only able to be taught because the climate science is not being taught in the universities. The climate is a right. very, very intricate feedback system. It's nonlinear. You know, it has it has absorption methods for the more carbon dioxide is exuded by dead wood rotting in the on the planet than by human beings burning hydrocarbon fuels. And but what this is doing is destroying the entire economy of the United States and of the world also, isn't it? Yes, and and meanwhile, China, which continues to pursue a global conquest communist strategy, is given a pass by these global warmers, even though they're the biggest users of coal in the world. They're buying right. up all the oil and natural gas they can find for the winter, and they have no concern at all about uh, carbon emissions are going to nuclear or to wind power. China knows they don't work on a large-scale basis, and China is not about to have a population revolt because food can't be produced, people can't be heated or warmed, and they're told that they ought to suffer and die and pay more money to, to put up with it because we're trying to save the planet. China doesn't buy the nonsense. Go to his website, CourseyNation.com. It's great. CourseyNation.com. Thank you, Dr. You can Corsi. listen on your favorite podcast My app or local radio station.
Patriot Gold Group. Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today. All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. A friend for years with Jonathan W.E. Mort. He is a one of the best people I know. Principal B. Mort Associates. He practices constitutional and food and drug law in Washington, D.C., before federal courts and agencies. The only attorney in American history to defeat the FDA eight times in federal courts, seven times on First Amendment grounds. The author of Global Censorship of Health Information. And man, we've got it going right now. Global Censorship of Health Information. What with the WHO and everything. The rise of tyranny, which we've certainly seen. Restore the Republic. And his latest book, The Authoritarians. This is a book that tells exactly what's happening. The current president and the authoritarians that we're seeing from socialists, they don't care about the rules of law. They do what they want. And if they don't want it, they disregard everything. Thank God we got a few good people on the Supreme Court, and we're having some differences made there. We're going to talk about the border with Mexico, China's exploitation of Biden's border insecurity, and the January 6th Inquisition plus much more. Mr. Emord, the border insecurity with China. This takes on great, great uh, national security issue. And Mayorkas stands up and he says, oh, the border is secure. 52,000 crossed over last week, I think, in just the Arizona area. It was absolutely incredible. The number who are lighting up coming across when President Trump had the border secure. When you're looking at this situation, this is opening up the country uh, to absolute devastation at the risk of China taking over. I mean, this is crazy. Talk a little bit about that, please. Well, a lot of people don't realize this, but every Chinese citizen is under a legal duty in China to be available to the Ministry of State Security to spy on any other country. And as a consequence, uh, every single citizen of China that comes to the United States is a potential spy, because at, at the wish of the CCP, they can ask that person to engage in espionage, steal uh, secrets from trade secrets from business. Uh, really, you you would not believe the extent of the espionage operations, even to the extent of typical Americans interactions with these people they acquire from them information that is then sent back to the motherland so china is amassing through cyber uh, cyber means and human intelligence a massive amount of information that is uh, under underlies our economy our relationships within the country our political relationships our uh, state secrets, uh, our military's operations and plans, uh, it's, it's immense. 
And in now fact, they, they've got at every college and university, they have Chinese cultural centers. These are basically spy places. And right. uh, Governor DeSantis understood that. He's trying to cancel that out. And the colleges and universities, in their own greedy way, they want the Chinese to come because they are paying full tuition. They want the money. So every Chinese, every Chinese citizen right. who returns to China, every Chinese citizen who returns to China from the United States is debriefed every single one, by the Ministry of State Security. As a matter of fact, every single one is required by the Ministry of State Security to supply them with full information on all of their contacts and interactions while they were here. The FBI opens a new China-related counterintelligence investigation every 12 hours on average. There are over 2,000 active cases. And this is from an FBI that has really dropped the ball on protecting our interests from the Chinese uh, domestically. So you're talking about even a sleepy FBI has over 2,000 active cases against Chinese nationals in the United States. There are 2.9 million Chinese citizens in the United States. They are throughout our, our, our educational system, our uh, government, our military, our uh, um, private sector operations, businesses, uh, nonprofits. It's all over the place, and this is a massive regime of, of the largest regime in the history of the world of state sponsored espionage. Typically, espionage by state actors was for the purpose of protecting those countries from th- military threats to their existence. The well, Chinese they, they, weaponized their also- citizens. Yeah, they they also uh, for uh, industrial uh, industrial spying on trademarks and patents and copyrights, all of that. Well, it's and a they, lot. It's a lot more than that. I mean, literally everything of value. Wow. Every single thing of value in the United States is the subject of Chinese espionage. Anything that they can acquire that will have an economic benefit that they can steal, that they can copy, duplicate, or. Uh, uh, find out the indispensable elements and trade secrets necessary for operations. They acquire, regardless of whether it has a military application or an industrial application, the CCP lords over all business in China and the military. The PLA is an arm of the CCP. The whole country is a communist state, and it is dedicated to our destruction. And Joe Biden and Alondro Mayorkas have opened the door, literally, right. to Chinese espionage writ large. They have taken down a number of Trump initiatives that were designed to protect this country, and they were themselves just the start of a movement in the right direction, and Biden has taken it all down. He's totally compromised. $4.8 million came to his son from the CEFC, the Chinese Energy uh, that was cheap. Uh, they bought them cheap, didn't they? They did. And out of that money, money was taken by Biden to pay for his mortgages and other expenses. He's a compromised man, and he's acting like one in what he is doing. So he eliminated the China initiative that ta- Donald Trump had, had begun through the uh, Department of Justice, whereby right, uh, right. the Department of Justice was ferreting out uh, instances of trade secret theft and hacking and economic espionage. Uh, he, he ended that program. The ban on the CCP surveillance via 
the CCP-connected entities, WeChat and TikTok, that Trump imposed, he lifted the ban. Uh, Trump refused to grant licenses to CCP-connected Huawei to purchase hundreds of millions of dollars of auto chips, and Biden lifted that so that they could. Now, is that why we don't have have, uh, new cars in the showroom because of that? Yeah. And in addition, when you take a look, he's got over $4 million worth of uh, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve uh, for, you know, uh, um, 4 million uh, uh, gallons of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve was sold to China. We don't have oil here. We're not allowed to drill and they're selling it to China. That's insanity. And these are just a few things. I mean, if you take a look at everything he's doing, it's absolutely astounding when you take uh, that, there, there's almost no interdiction of Chinese fentanyl that's coming through the southern border, to the right. extent that everybody from the age of eight to forty-five, or excuse me, the ages of eighteen to forty-five in this country, Largest the leading cause, cause of, death. of death is fentanyl overdose. Yep, yep. Uh, what about what about the farmland too? They're buying up farmland next to all of the uh, buying farmland installations. I mean, uh, massive amounts in the west, right? Uh, and 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 in Florida, uh, Governor DeSantis put the brakes on that. But but nationally, what is Biden doing? Absolutely nothing. But it's not only now, can, uh, can we buy can we buy things. can we buy farmland in China? No. Uh, in addition to that, not only are they buying up American farmland, but they're also uh, buying up shares in large uh, corporate structures that are going to profit from the. Um, a, a massive transfer of wealth that's going to China on wind and solar power. China right. is the largest manufacturer of both wind and solar power. So the Green New Deal is a massive wealth transfer to our biggest enemy. Not all, not only the wind and solar, but also all the batteries, like the batteries for the electric car. Where are they all coming from? Chinese-controlled uh, corporations. There was one that produced one of the products that's necessary for the electric car in uh, Africa, and that was owned by an American company. And Hunter Biden worked a deal to where it's now owned by China. So if you buy an electric car, the batteries, a lot of them, the companies that own it, are all Chinese also. I mean, just look, you know, the writing's on the wall in so many different ways. Just take a look at, for example, Eric Swalwell, who is on the <laughs> Intelligence Committee to this day in with Congress. The there he is cavorting with Fang Fang, right. the, the, uh, who is directly connected to the Ministry of State Security in you China. Can't, you, can't make the, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. Fang Fang as a, as a consort to this uh, and they didn't Congress even critter, remove right. him from the Intelligence Committee. No, he should have been no. bounced out of Congress, but they didn't even remove him from the Intelligence Committee. Nancy Pelosi left him on there, acting as if all this evidence of his, uh, you know, multiple interactions with Fang Fang is not something that poses a direct threat to national security. Right. Swalwell and Fang Fang, you can't make that stuff up. It's too weird. So Biden is inviting our destruction. Is that fair to say? Yeah, there's no question about it. His agenda is to destroy the United States. How can you interpret it any other way? Look at everything that he's doing from open borders, allowing total destruction of the United States as a result right. of uh, you know, sex trafficking, drug trafficking, criminal gangs coming into this country. Uh, allowing the states to completely eliminate 
and localities and municipalities to eliminate law enforcement, basically defund them to the extent they can't protect the citizenry, allowing criminals to go scot-free rather than prosecuting them. Uh, The Justice Department doing nothing to protect the justices of the United States despite a direct threat to Kavanaugh, to his life, and, and all the protests that are illegal under federal law in front of the homes of the justices and at the Supreme Court, allowing that to continue, doing no law enforcement against that. Uh, advocating sanctuary cities to have no law enforcement against those who are illegally in this country, uh, giving welfare out just so gratuitously. It's not just the cell phones. It's also welfare. It's free legal advice. It's free uh, medical care to anyone who comes across the border. Now they're even giving them, right as they come across the border, identification that they can use to acquire things in this country that otherwise could not. This is 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 a total abandonment of this country, a total denial of any protection of the national interests of this country, and they're allowing the destruction of property and lives and, 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 and a total ruination uh, for what? To achieve socialism, to bring about the very system operating in China, have it operate here. Why are they not offended by the Chinese stealing us blind and destroying this country? Because they sympathize with their agenda, yeah, they, we with want, the Chinese agenda. They want to do the same thing. They want complete control, which is, let me go back to the title, authoritarian authoritarianism complete authoritarianism which is the book that you wrote yeah it's it's a sad reality that so many things have been undertaken in such a short period of time that are ruinous to this country the economy is going down the the national defense is ruined by woke uh uh, uh politics inside the military uh, right. driving all these people out because of insistence on these ridiculous vaccine mandates. So you, you, they just ravaged the National Guard. These people have no concern about protecting America. They don't love Americans. They're acting as if, and I believe they do, What can we them. do? More when we return with Jonathan W. E. Martin. Wow. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. You touched on something, Mr. Emort, on something that you are very close to your heart because you practiced uh, food and drug law in uh, Washington across the country. And that is what they've done with the COVID. They're giving it to children from six months all the way to five years. Dr. Simone said it's ridiculous because children do not have formed the receptor sites. End of story. 
Dr. Fauci's talking about a new strain, the one that Joe Biden got after being fully vaccinated, double boosted and all that. He still got it. Also talking about the new monkeypox, which is basically a disease of the uh, gay population. You have to have a fairly close contact in order to get it. Uh, this coming in. And they're talking about the WHO uh, calling it a worldwide pandemic. And under the agreement signed, whereas uh, Trump took us out of the WHO, Biden put us back in. Under that agreement, they could take over anything in this country necessary when there's a pandemic. This is complete control, not by of the people, for of the people, by the people and for the people, but by the United Nations. This is what they wanted. Fauci's been in complete control of this, doing it. He has been running the country as far as the COVID and all of that. People aren't going to mask up again. We're tired of it. But what is happening on this front? Because this has got bound to have you absolutely uh, just just beside yourself. Well, the vaccine mandates and the insistence on vaccination ad nauseum with booster after booster after booster, with life the life of the booster at best being 30 days, uh, is is so absurd, but going after the kids. No, no, the vaccine, no, the vaccines by, were ever approved. None of them were ever approved. They all were experimental, well, weren't they? The whole thing has been a disaster from the start because the original vaccine worked against those specific spike proteins. They didn't right. block other aspects of the virus. So people who were vaccinated, double vaxxed initially, uh, ended up getting getting Omicron because it was a different variant right, than the right. original vaccine. But they used the original vaccine anyway, and they insist that people get boosters. And the life of the booster, even under the best scenario, is something like three months. But right. under the scientific evidence lately, if you get second and third boosters, they're lasting only a month. And people are still vulnerable within that month to other diseases because their immune systems are being taxed by these vaccines. We're seeing all sorts of adverse reactions. In kids, we see some severe adverse reactions in myocarditis no, no, and endocarditis. No, no. Right. And the kids, the kids have mild uh, forms of the illness and usually develop good, strong antibodies in their bone marrow in, in, the, in the form B cells. And, and that's true of everybody who has natural immunity. They decried natural immunity, condemned it. Now we're finding out that natural immunity is the best because it's, it's a fulsome immunity against not just the spike protein aspect of the virus, but against all aspects of the virus. Right. And it is in your bone marrow and can be brought into operation whenever you're confronted with the virus. So the truth is that people who have natural immunity are far better off in the long run dealing with the variants, and the people who have been vaccinated are far worse off. The, uh, and, the Israeli and yet the insistence the on the vaccination studies. is nuts. They're driving people out of the military. They, 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 they are driving people out of the National Guard. They're depleting right. our military's readiness. They are insisting on kids being vaccinated, even down to the age of five. And kids are not vulnerable to that, but they are certainly vulnerable to the adverse effects associated with the vaccine. This is insanity. This is, this is cruel. This is an abuse. It's a deprivation of people's liberty, but it's also a trick, a falsehood, a lie. How many lies did Fauci tell the American people? How about Deborah right. Burks? Deborah Birx uh, is, is effectively admitting that she lied to the American people. We know that they all lied when it came to the, the vaccine. They said, if you're vaccinated, you're all set. 
You're not going to get this thing. Well, guess that was a big lie. Yeah. And it, it, there are many, many more lies, not least of which is the lie that this is not, that the evidence doesn't point to Wuhan, but points to a natural origin for this. Nope. This, this is a CCP virus. That's what it is. It's a communist virus. Or as President Trump said, China virus. No question. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? 87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Any surprise to you, Mr. Emord, that Fauci and Biden are both talking about the monkeypox and another variant coming up just in time for the uh, 2022 election? Is that any surprise? Are they going to try to steal this election also? I, I think you they know are. you know they will. You right. know that this is part and parcel of their whole look. If they, you've got somebody in Biden who is a serial liar. Right, Anybody who doesn't right. realize that is a fool. He has lied to us for the last 30, 40 years. But the man has has a real compunction to lie as president. And right. the point is, he censors information that he wants to block from the American public understanding. So that information critical of the vaccine, they censored with the help of big tech from the start of this whole thing. And then when it comes to... Uh, the truth about China, never a word spoken, refers no. to China as a competitor, as as a strategic competitor. They're, they're an enemy. They're trying to destroy this country. And he's a total sellout to the Chinese. Is that any surprise? He's a totally compromised person. He, totally. His son acquired $4.8 from CEFC, the Chinese Energy uh, Cooperative, and then when it comes, which is CCP controlled, of course, and then when it comes to uh, even that, you know, he lied about that. Said no, he had no involvement in his son's business dealings. The evidence is so overwhelming from the laptop that his son had. To the contrary, and is, is anyone held to account? No, not at all. Is anyone held to account? Is Nancy Pelosi held to account for insider trading? Is no. is anyone held to account? What about uh, Schiff? Is he ever held to account for all the lies he told to the American people when they tried to create the phony basis for the impeachment of Donald Trump? Oh, right. in the in the skiff in the basement of the of the Capitol, they're getting all this information contradicting their public narrative, and yet there's Schiff lying day after day. I have direct proof of Trump's complicity with the Russians and trying to thwart the election. There was never any such proof. Do we even, how, how even much Mueller, do we have to? Even Mueller admitted that. Even Mueller said there was no no proof at all. I mean, right? how how stupid are we? Look, uh, you get you get Chuck Schumer 
frequently talking about his and, and salivating over the idea of transformational change. You're going to fundamentally change this country. Fundamentally change it? Yeah. You're going to change it into a communist country. That's what you want. <laughs> right. That's what transformational change means. Transformational change means socialism. That's what it means. And that's what they're trying so desperately to do. Look, we got this massive inflation that's robbing everyone blind, and they right. have the chutzpah to come up with even more spending. They just passed another spending bill. Biden still wants his $3.4 trillion Build Back Better and Build Back Broke bill. He wants that passed. He wants more and more and more spending. Why? Because they don't care if they destroy us with inflation. That's right. the plan. Absolutely. That's Why does he want to destroy the fossil fuel industry? Why does he do nothing, even in the face of, of you know, rising fuel costs? Why does he do nothing to increase domestic supply? Because it's the plan. It's the right. plan to destroy the economy. They want all you. the power. They want everyone to be a dependent. I mean, this is this is one of those nightmares come to reality that people have got to appreciate or else we're going to lose this country. We have a, we have an ability to save it. We can do it still in the in the voting booth provided that they don't steal the election. But we've got a lot of Republicans in the Republican Party who are going to be watching those things and we've got a lot of governors out there who've already taken action to protect the voting booths. So we're going to have a better election outcome, but you you know there's still going to be fraud. Sure. Now and you've got a lot of a big, a big difference right now is we've got a lot of Hispanics. We've got a lot of blacks who are going Republican. I've never seen so many black candidates in all my life. And uh, that's a good thing. Republican Party is starting to grow because other people are waking up to this. But I wanted to ask you a question with the Ukraine. And, of course, this is his excuse for everything, the Ukraine, Ukraine and Putin. Putin's the problem on all this. It was Trump before. Now it's anybody except himself. With the Ukraine uh, and Burisma, we're giving billions of dollars to the Ukraine. Now, I talked to a gentleman, Eric Caron, who wrote an excellent book called Switched On. He talked about giving money to Afghanistan. The money given to Afghanistan, the leader left Afghanistan, went over to Dubai and uh, laundered the money through Dubai. He said the same thing's going on with the Ukraine, that they're laundering the money that they're getting for themselves. Now, does Burisma and the, uh, the, the connection with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden with Burisma have anything to do with our policy in the Ukraine? I can't help but think it does. Well, it's almost impossible to think that it wouldn't have an effect on what we're doing in the right. Ukraine because, again, Biden is hopelessly compromised. If there's one person he's loyal to, it's his son. Right. The son, the one who's committed all these crimes, the one who has built uh, the American public through influence peddling that he also benefited from, Biden. So you've got, you know, this is, this is a corrupt mafioso type of family in the Biden family with Jim Biden and Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Uh, and they have no hesitation to sell this country out for their own financial benefit. They've done it for years. You're, so, you're forgetting. You're forgetting one one aspect. Hunter Biden is a great artist. <laughs> oh yes, magnificent, brilliant artist. Yeah, yeah that's another way. Certainly to worth scam. all the money the Chinese paid for his art. 
Absolutely. Now, let me ask you a question. We've got laws in this country, but we're not following the laws anymore. Uh, When you lose your system of law and you lose your police uh, without laws, without the police, and let's look at the Bible. Jesus in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, John a little bit different, but Matthew, Mark, and Luke said that you, Jesus and God loves you, but you have to follow the law. They put down laws. He said, I came to fulfill the laws, not to change them. We've had laws since the beginning of time. God has provided laws. Any government worth keeping has provided laws. Law and order go together. Without the laws, without the police, we have anarchy. They're defending the police. We've got these uh, prosecutors who are letting people out. We've got, look at what happened in New York. Man running for governor. Uh, No bail, no jail. The guy tried to kill the New York governor uh, for the Republican Party, the candidate. But he was out of jail practically by the same time he finished his speech. He said that would happen. He was walking the streets. He tried to kill him. This is insanity in America, isn't it? No law anymore. Uh, They've done away with laws against fentanyl and things like that in Washington state. Have we lost our moral compass? Have we lost our ability to control people with uh, at least well, having is, laws? You know, this is this is this is the Bolshevik plan. I mean, this is this is the Marxist plan. You destroy the rule of law so that people have no protection for their property or for their lives. That causes them to right. panic. They're they're more susceptible to revolution. Then they'll they'll cleave to any power source that that professes to them that there will be stability after the revolution, but we have to overcome the powers that be. This is just disarming the enemy. The, mar- the enemy of BLM and Antifa is private property, private business, the government. And so what do they do? They get rid of the foundational protection for property, the police. They get rid of the justice system so that people are not prosecuted who commit these crimes, so that the crimes can well, continue, then, then you got, so the property you had, can be destroyed. Yeah, you had, you had Kamala Harris paying the bail for the October looters. Uh, she took yep. up money for that. No crime for stalking yep. the Supreme Court judges. You have Steve Bannon looking at five years in prison. Uh, Pelosi won't be called for this inquisition. What about the cop who shot Ashley? Well, remember Rabbit? Pelosi's famous call? line, whenever, and whenever there's an opportunity for her to condemn crime, when it arises from BLM or Antifa or from far-left right. activists on abortion, she doesn't condemn it at all. In fact, she encourages it. She won't, she won't protect the justices. She was not in favor of having the bill passed that provided them with protection, but now it's not even being implemented. The Justice Department isn't providing any protection to the justices, and so they're just allowing them to sit there and be picked off by radical protesters who are rabid in front of their homes. They're not enforcing the law that requires them to be arrested because you're not allowed to protest in front of the justice homes. And you're not allowed to protest in front of the Supreme Court, but they let it happen anyway. It is unequal justice. If, it, if they're for the issue, if they're for the political position, they don't care if your life's at stake. They don't care if your property burns. They don't care if you are denied justice 
because the criminal who committed the offense against you is let go scot-free. Whether they committed a sexual offense against a juvenile, they let them go scot-free. Right, Whether they committed right. murder, they let them go. I mean, this is, this is a radical left-wing agenda that is meant to create a totalitarian regime where they control everything from free speech to who goes to jail. And who goes to jail is largely based on your political affiliation. They have no hesitation to de demand uh, that people go to jail who are in the January 6th uh, riot, even right. ones who are uh, bystanders who never took any specific action that breached the Capitol. They, they still go after them. And yet when it comes to Antifa and BLM, they don't go after them at all. They let them go, no, even in nothing. instances where they were filmed committing robbery, burning down buildings, uh, uh, accosting and even murdering police. Do not, they do not get prosecuted. That's the ruination of this well, country. That's part of it. This is a big picture of an attack on everything that makes America great. And we've the got other to fight thing that they it. say, they, they have been saying about Steve Bannon, they said, nobody's above the law. Well, what about Hillary Clinton? What about Joe, uh, Joe and Hunter Biden and uh, his uh, brother? What about uh, the entire, uh, how about Pelosi and her uh, stock dealings? Uh, the elites are above the law. And when the elites skate and they are so above the law, then we have a two-class uh, justice system. This is not what this country was about, Mr. Emord. You and I both know that. Yes, but a day of reckoning is coming, and that's after the 2022 midterms. If the Republicans win as expected, and the House and the Senate are, are taken by Republicans, we're going to see the hearings, the investigations, but we're not going to see an end to the abuse of power because Biden rules by executive order, even right, if it requires him to, to seek legislation, he refuses to do it. He just implements his will like a dictator through the administrative state. But his day of reckoning is coming in 2024, and I do believe that the American people are, are sick of what they've experienced. The socialists will. They were told that they should drink in large quantities. They are now regurgitating in large quantities. People are ready <laughs> for a return to capitalism and a limited government and a strong national defense and a unity of the American people under the banner of the American flag and the title American. And that's what we should be fighting for. We should not let them divide us, destroy us, and take our property away and take our liberty away, which is what they want to do. And we know that because that is what they have tried to do. Look at the masking. Look at the mandatory vaccination. Look at the way they have kicked people out of the military. Look at the way they had the ignominious retreat from Afghanistan, making the Taliban the world's most heavily financed and weaponized terrorist group in, in history. Uh, these things are all signs of a sick leadership that is willing to sacrifice America for their own personal financial gain and they're willing in the most unpatriotic way and most despicable and disgusting way sell us all out and 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 we we owe it to the next generation of Americans the, to the children that are coming up we right. owe it to them to correct the education system so that we don't have all this woke education fluid gender studies and 
all of this nonsense that they're destroying the nuclear family. Let's rebuild our education system to focus on the educational basics and let's complement excellence and let's have programs that restore that emphasis on excellence, regardless of race, regardless of religion, regardless of national origin. Let's go to meritocracy. That's what we need to do. The best person, I want the best person as a surgeon. Black, white, Hispanic, I don't care. Male, female, doesn't matter. I want the best person as a pilot. I watched a movie the other night. Now, this is going to sound crazy to you, Mr. E. Morgan, but maybe not. Uh, It was James Cagney in Yankee Doodle Dandy. It was the most patriotic movie I have ever seen. I felt so good after watching it. This is the spirit we had. This is why World War II was won, because of movies like that. I felt good after watching it. They talked about... They talked about slavery. We overcame that. They talked about the things that we overcame. They talked about things that this country did in the movie that was positive. Where are those people? What's happened to Hollywood? What's happened to America where we've lost that spirit that won World War II? And it was was up for grabs. We won World War II. I'll be right back with with Jonathan W. E. Moore. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single goal? Gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800 356 4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800 356 4470 today. Check out townhall.com. Townhall.com has all of Mystery Morge writings up there and very worth reading. But when I saw Yankee Doodle Dandy, I felt a pride in America. I understand that what we've got, yeah, we've got some problems. But the good things that America stands for, we need to support that. We need to bring back patriotism. That's the number one thing we need to be bring back. Belief in family, God, and our country. We need to bring that back. Forget all this wokeness and all this. It's just destroying the country. And if we aren't careful, we're going to be elements of our own destruction. This is a horrible situation we're into right now. But it, too, can be overcome. I believe it will be. And hopefully, hopefully we'll have an honest election overcome it. That's the best thing. What else can we as the people do? What other thing would you recommend, Mr. E. Mark? Well, I think we have to uh, work quickly to transform the educational system in America so that oh, God, once yes. again we focus on the true history of this country and the greatness of the American Revolution right. and the fact that this nation dedicated to the principles, the four great principles in the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, 
created a government for the first time in the history of the world in which the individual was sovereign and the state was its servant. In which and the, that, wait slavery a second, wait was a second. inevitably vanquished because of the principles in the Declaration. This idea that somehow Jefferson did not believe in these principles having universality with all races and all people is utter bunk if you know the actual history. At the same time Jefferson wrote the second paragraph of the Declaration, he also wrote a 168-word paragraph in which he condemned the institution of slavery that George III right. had brought to the colonies and in which he described it as a violation of the rights of man, meaning both women who are slaves and men who are slaves. The term all men are created equal, is li they lie to us when they say that Jefferson wrote that to mean only white men. If you look at the actual context of what he wrote, and indeed other historical documents where he explains, it's very clear that he means it in the Lockean sense of humankind. All people right. are created equal. And the notion that we're endowed by our creator, not by government, but by our creator with unalienable rights. There are ours at birth. Right. That's why, that's life, where I was going. That our, our rights came from God, didn't come from a king or anybody else. They came from God, and you're not going to take them away because God granted them to us. Right. That's so important, isn't it? Yes, and that our government is instituted for the purpose of protecting our rights. That's the whole purpose right. of the government is to protect our rights. And then the last aspect is ours is a government based on consent, the consent of the people to the powers of the government. That means that you don't arbitrarily change the law, the Constitution, the higher law. You have to amend the Constitution. We have to get back to understanding that the amendment process is not just a procedure, it's a protection of our sovereignty. It's a protection of our right to say what the fundamental law is. The Constitution is our protection. When these, right. when these far left legislators and politicians and jurists arbitrarily change the law like they did in Roe v. Wade, it's a violation of our sovereignty. We didn't have a say in that. We didn't have the right to have our Constitution protected. They just changed it arbitrarily. That is the very definition of tyranny. That is an abuse of power. We should understand it. If, if our children were taught what the Constitution means, if they understood the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, if they appreciated that here, unlike anywhere else in the world, we have a government that was created based on the idea that individual rights had to be protected and that the state would be our servant, not our master, and that we, we would have maximum liberty, that we would have freedom to the full extent of liberty. And that is to say, as Jefferson explained, that liberty in its, in its true meaning is, is in meaning ordered liberty, is freedom of will, yes, but bound by the equal rights of others. And not uh, what the law says, because as Jefferson mentioned, the law is often but the tyrant's will. We have to come back to appreciate that liberty is the greatest value in the history of the world. Being right. free is a natural state. We are born free. And when the state takes that uh, liberty away and constrains our commerce and our ability to work and to interact with one another and dictates what we must think, that is slavery. 
it is a slavery even more profoundly damaging than a slave master in in a single instance because it applies to everyone in the whole country and it also becomes we also have one party that's a party of death mr e mark thank you god bless you for all you're doing all you aboard bet. the god truth express you can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today. All aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Gene Gamolka, he's a retired Navy chaplain, author, screenwriter, Roman Catholic priest. His books include The Survival Guide for Married Military Couples and Core Values of Honor, Courage, and Commitment. That was adopted by the Marine Corps and later the Navy. St. John Paul II named him Monsignor with Prelate of Honor. That's a very high position in the Catholic Church. He suffered reprisals. 1992, uh, let's see, it was in 92 that you wrote uh, uh, your article. Uh, this uh, was an article that was uh, uh, most publication, Military Times, Marine Corps Gazette, Stars and Tribes. Conservative Republicans, National Review, Liberal Magazines, New Republic, all covered up the real problems uh, under his research. The 92 report published in Proceedings and reprinted in First Things. Afterwards, he testified for Congress, addressed before the New York City Catholic Lawyers Association, spoke before the National Defense University. He predicted consequences if Department of Justice policies were not changed. Years later, we're going to talk about more disciplinary problems. That was one. Negative impact on recruiting and retention. That's number two. And number three, uh, more medical problems stemming from the fact that multiple sex partners in the LGBTQ, et cetera, community spells more STDs, sexual diseases, monkeypox, and all that. And it just has all come about. This is nothing you wanted to see. The institutions of this com- country have been corrupted. You've got young men going into the seminaries. And if they aren't gay, they have a lavender mafia, you call it, a lavender mafia, then they're not allowed in. I've got a lot of Catholic friends who've written me letters. I'll have to send some of those to Eugene because they're saying, I was raised and born and uh, believe in the Catholic Church, but right now I'm having a real problem. Now, Jesus did not say that everybody's going to be welcome everyone's welcome but he had rules and the rules were toughest on his own disciples it wasn't easy wasn't easy to follow jesus christ it's never easy to do the right thing but it is the right thing to do and you've seen that haven't you gene with the young seminarians dropping out wanting to go wanting to have a calling to follow Jesus, they have a calling to be part of the church and to spread the gospel and to minister to the people. And once they get in there, they go, this isn't why I signed up for it. This is not right. And they've got a great moral compass. You're losing the best, the best of the best, aren't you? 
that's the problem. It's not like the people who are leaving or are being coerced into leaving are inadequate or second-rate uh, seminarians. Actually, the ones who uh, are leaving are, are the, the, creme, you know, the cream of the crop. Oh, absolutely they are. Yeah, they're the ones who are truly dedicated. They're the ones who really want to be part of it. They worship and glorify Jesus, and they want to bring that to their congregations. They would have been the best priests. The bishops the same way. Uh, I mean, it's a horrible situation. And not only, and you show a similarity between what's happening in the military and what's happening in the Catholic Church. So it's throughout society. But the Catholic Church had always been a rock. It was always something that stood. They stood against abortion. They stood for doing the right thing. They had a few rules that you had to follow. Some of them I thought were kind of silly. But if you wanted to be a part of the Catholic Church, you had to follow the rules. I thought the Meatless Friday, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. But uh, then they also had the rule about during Lent, you had to give something up. And I think that was just a good thing for people to do. Realize, give something up so that you're you have some skin in the game. Essentially, that's what it amounts to. And that was a good thing. But uh, basically, they stood on principles. They don't have the principles anymore, Gene. Well, the, the, the reason is uh, because we've been we've seen a lot of uh, compromised uh, people being ordained and promoted. You know, to, as bishops. Archbishops, cardinals, and unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the church has a, a pope who perhaps covered up more sexual abuse in Buenos Aires, you know, than any uh, bishop in the world. Right. Now, one of the things that you talked about, let's talk about this to begin with. And that is, I thought it was a fabulous article, and it's uh, published uh, just recently, just recently came out. Uh, churchmilitant.com, and it's called The Seat of Corruption. And you go right straight to Albany, New York, the capital. They settled a lawsuit, 750000 just one lawsuit against the Albany Diocese. And this was a lawsuit about what? Well, this was one of uh, uh, hundreds of, uh, I guess there were about 300 lawsuits. And actually, I, I believe there were seven lawsuits brought against uh, the former bishop, uh, Howard Hubbard, alone. In other words, the, uh, the, the former bishop of Albany, who was replaced by Ed Scharfenberger, uh, was himself accused of, of, abusing, uh, of abuse by seven different victims. Other than, being, other than being fired as a bishop, which I imagine he was, has he had any repercussions from the... Well, not really, uh, no. He's still a bishop. That's the problem. No. <laughs> that... that, that, that Yes, yes. You you have to understand what most people don't realize and what the church covers up is the fact that you know there are there have been about one hundred and fifty bishops in the world credibly accused of abusing minors or vulnerable adults. And out of those one hundred and fifty bishops to date, only seven out of the one hundred and fifty have been laicized. So the others, wow. that the, the remaining abusive bishops who covered up or who engaged in abuse, you know, uh, are still out there. They're collecting uh, salaries or they're retired. I mean, look, look at Cardinal Whirl. You know, he covered up all that abuse in Pittsburgh. Right. 
that he that was shown by the Pennsylvania grand jury. And how much did uh, Cardinal Wilton Gregory give him last year for so-called ministerial duties? Two million dollars. Now, do you, how many kidding. people do you know? Two, $2 million, million dollars he was given for so-called ministerial duties. That's why somebody wrote, boy, he must know a lot of dirt about Gregory and the others to be given $2 million in one year for so-called ministerial duties. And the man's retired in disgrace. Only Now, the problem, as I see it, is that only the Pope can discipline a bishop. Nobody else has any control. There's no uh, court. That's that correct. Only a, a, a body of bishops. No one has the authority but the Pope. But you see, the Pope can't discipline them because the bishops know that he's, you know, done even worse things than they have. Wow. Now, in Buffalo, that uh, there are two times the number of Catholics in Buffalo as in Albany, uh, and they have uh, 900 sex abuse claims right now that could add up to $676 million or more. Uh, never expected a justice for the abuse system because they lost the claims when they claimed that. And then the claims they said were unsubstantiated and they closed the case. They do what insurance companies do delay, deny, defend. Oh, exactly. And that's why even now in that article, I, I don't disclose uh, I, I disclose one name, but I don't disclose other names because some of these uh, cases are still uh, going through the courts and right, their attorneys right. have advised them not to disclose their identities. <laughs> but I can tell you that, for example, one of those victims filed a report of abuse on a sat- on a Sunday evening at 8 p.m. In other words, he sent it through the system it right. was set up by the uh, Diocese of Buffalo. He submitted his report at 8 p.m. on a Sunday evening. And then after not hearing back for months from them, then they, they, they issued him, a, they sent him a notice saying, well, we investigated your, your allegations. We found them to be uncre- uncredible as uh-huh. of uh, this date. Now, remember, that when, the date that they provided when they said they completed their study was the same date that he submitted the claim. In other words, so in other words, Sunday night from eight o'clock to midnight, they they absolutely investigated all of his claims and found them uncredible. Now, now tell me that 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 doesn't remind you of some insurance companies that send send their people uh, letters saying denying their claims because it wasn't covered by their policy. It's it's deny deny deny, and, and it's only when these victims threaten lawsuits that sometimes they get justice. Otherwise, the, the church covers up, covers up in, in lies and lies and lies. Whereas the bishops promise their parishioners, they promise them transparency. They're getting no transparency <laughs> at all. It's just words, wasn't it? Well, it is. I mean, because if you if you look at you know what, what's going on in Buffalo, you will discover that. Uh, these reporting systems, these flawed, corrupt, fraudulent reporting systems are actually operating in many dioceses throughout the United States. In other words, they're all set up. They want people to think that they're being transparent, and they want people also to believe that there is an independent third party not, you know, it's investigating these claims, so they can't be accused 
of internal church investigations. But in, in reality, those uh, companies that are, are, are uh, hired to uh, process these uh, reports uh, have nothing to do with reports and, and investigating. They just merely forward them to the, the diocese and, and the bishop in, in turn then just pr- continues to protect you know, the predator priest who are being accused. And they've destroyed the lives of a lot of these young, young boys, especially boys. They've destroyed their lives. They've, they've, they've they? Absolutely. Plus, you know, how many, how many of those young men today, you know, are, are drug addicts, alcoholics, and how many of them right. committed suicide? You know, because you have to understand, uh, Erskine, that uh, it's not just the abuse that that is very difficult for these victims to deal with uh, later on, but it's the betrayal, the, the lack of, uh, of, right. of of empathy and understanding on the part of the bishops. In other words, they they feel like they're raped the second time when these bishops cover up, <clears throat> or they they accuse them of, well, you're just reporting this to make money, or you want to sue us. Uh, so this really, of, of course, you know, greatly, greatly, greatly upsets these uh these young men and then like i say unfortunately some of them as we know have been uh, led to uh, take their own lives well you've got you've got the priest you've got uh, the bishops who were in a position of power they were to be trusted they were the ones who were speaking for the church they were representing the church and when they represented in that manner it's totally wrong totally wrong every level and then they went to the DA in Erie County, New York, John Flynn. Not one priest was prosecuted. Not one. That's incredible, isn't it? Well, because you have to understand, remember, uh, John Flynn uh, uh, is uh, is in the back pocket of the, uh, the, the Bishop of Buffalo. When, when, when the new Bishop of Buffalo uh, was installed, uh, Bishop uh, Michael Fisher was installed during covid <clears throat> There were only about maybe 20 people in the in the cathedral for that installation ceremony, and one of them was John Flynn, the district attorney. Now, not only did he not prosecute abusive priests, but he also prosecuted, but he did prosecute, uh, maliciously prosecute uh, uh, seminarians. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Talking with Gene Gamelka and Gene uh, Michael Fisher walking in as uh, Bishop of Buffalo area. And first thing he looks on his desk, 
their 900 sex child sex abuse claims could cost him oh over half a billion dollars a billion not million over half a billion dollars if they settle anywhere like the one in albany now when you're looking at that is he going to make some major changes major changes to what's going on and what about the parishioners how do they feel about that are they aware of what's going on two questions number one what's well, fisher gonna do uh fisher is going to cover and cover and cover that's basically fisher oh, was sent in Lord. there because he you know had experience already covering you know when he before he got there and and he also was uh preceded by uh, Ed Scharfenberger, who was sent to Albany, you know, to cover for Hubbard. So, you know, when you have people like Fisher and Scharfenberger uh, covering up, those victims aren't going to, to get any justice. And the best way of, no, the one way you know that for sure is when you realize that Father Richard Biernat, who uh, was uh, a victim of, of abuse in, in Buffalo, who was threatened by the uh, bishop if he revealed that, that he would be sent back to Poland. In time, then he uh, he kept his mouth shut, but then he was ordained. But then he, when he outed uh, Malone for uh, covering up all of the abuse, Malone, before he w- was forced to uh, retire in disgrace, suspended him. And w- the fact that neither Scharfenberger nor Fisher have lifted that suspension, that basically tells you that Scharfenberger and Fisher are totally Totally, totally corrupt. Do the parishioners know that this has been going on? And if they do, aren't are they leaving the church in droves? Well, what's happening is this. Yes, there, there, there are. If you look at the statistics for the, the diocese of Buffalo, you will see, yes, that there is a dramatic, been a, a dramatic decrease in the number of, uh, of uh, Catholics in the diocese. But you also know, too, that there there's still a lot of uh, Catholics there who just simply, you know, pay, pray, and obey. In other words, they, they, they're, they're afraid of losing their uh, eternal life insurance policy and not be buried in the church, you know, uh, which they almost maybe they think that if they're buried in the church, they'll go to heaven. But if they speak out uh, that their, their, their eternal life insurance premiums that they've been paying have been for naught. So... Unfortunately, there's almost like this this idea that if, if they if they buck the bishops and and they expose you know these predator priests, uh, it, it, it's going to come back and, and harm them spiritually. You were a prelate with honor. You walked away. You had to. You had to because you realize in your heart, people need to look at their heart and see what would Jesus do on this. That's what you really have to do, isn't it? Well, I had to choose really between, unfortunately, between Jesus Christ and the church. Now, right. the church is supposed to be Jesus Christ. The church, supposed is, to you're be. not supposed, supposed to be put to be. in that position. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So that, that, that's why, you know, when, when, when you look at the church today, uh, you, you recognize that there are a lot of still very, very good and devout, uh, Catholics out there, right? You know, good holy Catholics, and, and also some good holy uh, priests, and some and a few, a few, you know, very good holy bishops. But unfortunately, you know, you have so much corruption, so many corrupt bishops today, 
that uh, it's causing so many people to leave and and uh, because they it, not because they're giving up the teachings of the Holy Roman Catholic Church, they're giving up you know these uh, uh, they they cannot in conscience you know follow these false leaders. Well, that's that's very understandable. Pope uh, John Twenty Third, he was a good pope. He understood. He tried to do the right thing. But what we've got now is certainly a different situation. Now, what do you? We got a question we get back about what do you tell the prisoners? The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Now, what's been happening with the church, they have an ongoing uh, problem getting priests. I think it's down to like 35,000 priests now. There's 75, uh, 59,000 back in 75. Uh, the average age of the priest has gone way up. It's up to at least 40 years, uh, 70 years old now. Ordinations are way off. Number of parishes closing are huge. And the cost of it. Can the Catholic Church survive with all these costs and everything that's going on? Can it survive in its present form? And should it survive? Well, unfortunately, um, you, you see that the the number of priests you know, has, as you said, you know, uh, dropped dramatically, and and the number of vocations uh, continue, you know, to decline. Uh, uh, there are more priests dying, you know, than being ordained, and uh, there's actually more priests over 90 than there are under 30 today. Wow! So, uh, wow! Uh, so the, the the problem it it it, 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 it continues to get worse, and the, and the problem is that the, the the bishops that they put in charge of vocations for the United States <clears throat> were people like. Uh, Cardinal Tobin and, and Bishop Cecchio and and uh, now uh, uh, Bishop, Archbishop Laurie, the the the, the base the, the the bishops that they put in charge of vocations are are pretty well known to be homosexuals. Well, like, and, like and, the and one consequently, they're not going to be looking to recruit you know straight guys. Well, you can't you know homosexual males make up two percent of the U.S. population. You're not going right. to be able to to fill all those parishes just by you know using a, a pull a, a pool of two uh, percent so so the numbers will continue to go down and 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 uh, 
you, you're not, and it's also going to have a, uh, a negative impact upon attracting, you know, heterosexuals because they know that if they are ordained, they're not going to be promoted. They'll never be made a bishop or a vicar general or a rector of a seminary because they're, they're, they're straight. And, and the bishops and, and the, the gay people in charge do not want to be outed. Well, they brought in a very progressive uh, bishop from uh, San Diego to take over in Phoenix, where they had a very conservative bishop before. That's going to have a major impact on that. They just keep promoting up those who are, you call them uh, progressive or whatever, uh, but they're extremely liberal. They keep pr- promoting them up. And with those who are conservative, people of value, people who had their values, they're letting them go by the wayside. This is totally wrong. And the prisoners are wising up to that. So, but for somebody who is a prisoner and they want to, they still want to follow the Catholic Church, what can be done? Because you said at one point, the number one Christian religion in the United States is Catholicism. Number two is those who used to be Catholic. That's a huge underserved population, isn't it, Gene? Well, as you say, the, uh, those who are former Catholics make up the second largest denomination, right. which actually at, at 30 million is twice the number of the largest Protestant denomination, the Southern Baptist Convention, which comes in at 15 million. Right. So what, what are these people doing? Where are they going? Well, they're, they're basically not going, you know, they're, they're, they're not, they're not uh, going to other churches and, and most of them are just staying home. Uh, they, they've lost, uh, you know, uh, they, 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 they're not being fed. I mean, who, who wants to go out of their way, you know, uh, in, in, especially if, if you believe that uh, the, 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 the priest who's uh, preaching, you know, is, is preaching, you know, things that really uh, are not in keeping with, with the, uh, the teachings of the Catholic Church. Well, when you're looking looking at the teachings of the Catholic Church, uh, the Catholic Church was tough on their people uh, to get in because if you look at the Bible, Jesus was very, very tough, toughest on his own disciples. He was tougher on them than other people. I mean, he put them through the ringer. If you're going to follow me, you got to toughen up, boys. This is going to be tough. But he didn't ask any more of them. They asked of himself. Here's a guy who fought for 40 days and 40 nights and came back and said, let's go for a hike up on the hills. That's a man's man who can do that, Gene. You know that. I mean, he was, he was as tough as any Marine going. But when no, you look absolutely. At that, That's why, did you know, uh, I don't know if you knew Erskine, but uh, the, the Marine Corps always had the highest percentage of Catholics of all the, the branches of the military. Almost one out of every three Marines Right, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're Catholic, so so that's why they were looking for a, a few good men, and a lot of those Marines, uh, Catholic Marines, when they went through boot camp, said that their their basic training was was a lot easier than what they went through when they went through Catholic grade schools, and so forth. right. Uh, the nuns, the nuns, especially there, were a little bit rough on the people, and that's putting it politely. Well, they 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 they, they were looking. They, they 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 turned these boys into men. <laughs> They did. Now, when you've got that, and now you've got a church that's allowing uh, the homosexuality, yeah, you can come in. Anybody can come in. They're allowing abortion on demand and all this. Now, if you want to 
uh, be gay. That's your your business, but you're not going to become a member of this church. That's that's the church's business. Now, military recruiting with the Catholic Church and the Boy Scouts, and you've got a really remarkable thing here. Uh, your responsibility, you cover, you involve 250 chaplains from 60 different faith groups with the Marines throughout the world. And uh, you you confirmed that data was being covered up by the mainstream media. 10%, 10% of the Catholic chaplains serving the Marines during your three-year three, three year period, 91 to 94, were either incarcerated or given other honorable discharges for what? Sexual misconduct. Mild compared to 30 years since the Catholic chaplain received who preyed upon Naval Academy shipmen and Marines who also produced and distributed child pornography. Among the five abuse cases you dealt with, one involved pedophilia with two pre-pubescent children, two involved homosexual uh, predation of teenage boys from military families, and two uh, with uh, young Marines. Now this, when you saw that, you you it probably just made you sick but uh, i mean this was horrible and then also with the boy scouts was the same thing uh so this this is really uh, you know boy scouts and had a friend uh when i lived in indiana and he worked for the uh one of the uh child protective thing coming out of courts and he ended up uh having sex with the young kids. So what did he do? He went down to Florida and got a job doing the same thing when they call him there. I mean, they just, they shuffle around throughout society. This isn't a problem just of the Catholic church. It's among other churches too, Gene. I'm not just putting Catholic church down. It's among the Southern Baptists and others where you have the teens and where you have young kids. That's where you have to be very careful who you hire. They have to be very careful. Well, and Dr. Judith Reisman, the late Dr. Judith Reisman, the foremost expert on homosexuality in the world, uh, she warned you know, the Boy Scouts in 2013 when they uh, allowed gays to be members of the Boy Scouts, and in 2015, two years later, when they allowed gay scoutmasters to serve in the Boy Scouts. Well, she warned them because she pointed out, she says, look, 73% of homosexual men admit to at one time in their life of having come on to a teenage boy. So she said, given that high percentage, you're putting, you know, these men in as, as Boy Scout leaders, and you're going to think they're not going to get into trouble. They're not going to try to seduce some of these young scouts. You know, it, it, right. it, it, it's going against all the data. So what, what happens now, you know, it's with it's only seven years, Erskine. It's only seven years now since they made that change, and they are facing. They've had over one hundred thousand lawsuits filed. Wow! Against in the, the mil- Boy Scouts, in the military, which, or rather, Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts over one hundred thousand lawsuits against the Boy Scouts. Wow. You know, after 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 changing that only seven years ago. Oh. Well, and then in the military, you can't uh, be in the military if you didn't take the COVID shot, but they have uh, released, uh, uh, reduced the penalty. You can certainly join if you have HIV. How much sense does that make? Well, it, it's again, you know, you, you have a president, you know, who is, 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 is uh, 
basically who has destroyed, in, in my opinion, in the opinion of a lot of other military leaders that I know that I served with over the years, right. <clears throat> that the, the Biden is, is destroying, uh, really destroying the, the military. Uh, and, yes, and unfortunately, he, uh, he some of the, the, the senior military leaders today are, are these woke leaders are, are, are just being complacent and, and, and not, you know, standing up, for, you know, for in, in addressing the real problems. Absolutely. And if we don't address these real problems, it's going to come back and bite us because we're going to have a war someday and we're not going to be able to have the right people to fight it. Well, exactly. And you have to have a, a healthy, you know, a, because remember, one of the three uh, problems that I predicted, if they changed the DOD homosexual exclusion policy, uh, was going to be more medical problems. Now, you know that uh, in 1995, it was when, when, when AIDS, AIDS deaths peaked. And since then, you know, they've developed uh, drugs and so forth to help arrest, you know, the, the, uh, the AIDS and HIV. But at the same time today, you know, you're, you're looking at other diseases like monkeypox, and, and which, again, is, is affecting the, uh, the gay community. And, and people are, are covering, you know, this up in the military. They're, they're not addressing the fact that, uh, that by, by taking people who engage in, uh, in, in, in promiscuous sex and have quite a number uh, of different sex partners, you're, you're going to have more medical problems. You know? Right. So it's not it's, – it, the same thing would happen if, if straight men had as many sex partners as gay men. They would have the same – number of, of medical problems and STDs oh, yeah. and other things. Oh yeah. You know, so it's it, it's it's really it's not it's not like gay versus straight. It, it it's it's how many sex partners are they having? And the fact is is that when you you have heterosexual sex, with women are involved. Women are not going to allow you to have all these different sex partners. They're they're not into that. So so that's why you know you you have the problems that you do have today. Now the Roman Catholic Church, uh, unlike the Greek. Uh, Orthodox Church, uh, where the priests are married, 26.9% of the priests in 2012 identified themselves as heterosexuals. That's less than 30%. That's a little bit, a uh, little bit weird, isn't it, uh, for administration? Well, you know, it, it, that that is a major change. You have to understand, you know, over over a 50 year period, because right. uh, 50 years ago, uh, you you uh, the, the, the uh, Homosexuals were a small minority, but today it, it's, it's by and large, by as you say, you know, those studies show that uh, that three out of four uh, priests today, according to those that research, are, are homosexuals, and probably about uh, eight out of ten bishops uh, today are, are also homosexuals. Incredible, incredible. Now, uh, article you wrote about a month ago. Every straight pro-life bishop should resign in protest. Now, I happen to agree with that 100%, because the Catholic Church, at one point, they didn't even allow contraception, and uh, I didn't agree with that. They didn't allow that uh, because you go forth and multiply. I can understand where it came from, but I didn't agree with it. But abortion, that was off the table. Verboten. Nobody talked about abortion. If you're Roman Catholic, you certainly wouldn't abort a baby because that was a child. It was a child of God. And there are over a hundred places in the Bible where it talks, I knew you before you were born. 
I mean, doesn't that tell people something? And where do they come off not supporting uh, Bishop Corleone, Archbishop of San Francisco? Uh, he should have announced his resignation because he allows people like Nancy Pelosi to take communion. How do you have people who are pro-abortion taking communion in the Roman Catholic Church? You go back just a few years ago, that would have been absolutely wrong on every level, wouldn't it? Well, unfortunately, again, you know, the if you read uh, uh, research, uh, even within the uh, the LGBTQ community, one of their tenets is that uh, abortion rights and LGBTQ rights are quote inseparable. Why? Why? And, and that doesn't given, make sense to me. Why? Well, no, it does. It does. They, they let, can, let me explain they're, they're why. Why? Why they believe. You know why they believe that LGBTQ rights and abortion rights are inseparable. Because you see, if you're having, uh, if, if the number of sex partners you have is, is like six times higher than the straight people, right? So you're having a lot of right. sex, right? Yeah. Well, you know, if, if you're very sexually active, okay, you're, you're basically leading a very promiscuous lifestyle. And then same thing too is if, if you're a, a heterosexual, if you're promiscuous. If you're the more sex you're having, the, the more chances are of getting pregnant and, and, and then wanting to have an abortion. Yeah, right? but but if you're gay and you're having sex only with your own sex, you're not going to produce babies that way. We, I well, don't you're not. not you're not. Done, but the, the, right. the fact is, it, 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 it's, it's, if you look at the people who are marching, like in these LGBTQ, you know, demonstrations and so forth, they're they're not they're they're not just you're going to find a lot of them are promiscuous traits. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? 87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Legal bills and that type of thing off all these lawsuits projected, uh, Gene, you said at one point to be over $4 billion. How can a church put out $4 billion and survive? Well, it's, it's closer now to $5 billion, actually. When you consider wow. uh, after the uh, states like New York and New Jersey and California and others uh, lifted their uh, statute of limitations for filing you know, abuse claims, uh, now that that has happened, you have all of these additional uh, lawsuits going through. So, so uh, it, it's well over. It's it's right now. It's pro- well probably over five billion dollars. So, 
but on the other hand, too, remember that the Catholic Church has a lot of uh, money and, and a lot of churches. So if, if they uh, and, 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 and now that the, uh, the number of priests are going down, they have more of these churches now they can just simply sell. I mean, look, even in Canada, you know, the number of churches uh, that, that, that were sold and schools and institu- Catholic institutions to pay off, you know, abuse uh, lawsuits. Especially on the reservations. Now, we need, need in this country more life-affirming TVs and movies. We don't need the uh, violent ones. We don't need anti-human, anti-life. You've you've done movies. Are you thinking about doing some movies that are happy and pro-life movies? Well, I, I'm, right now, about the, that? the movie that I, I'm, I'm trying to get produced uh, is uh, it. it, it, it uh, uh, will in, involve uh, the the, uh, the predation of, of a of a of a seminarian, uh, and uh, basically, I'm, I'm trying to expose something that, that the uh, media has kept you know quiet. The only movie right. that, that comes even close to this was uh, Primal Fear with Richard Gere and Ed Norton uh, years ago, which which talked about or involved a, a young man who was forced to have sex in front of the archbishop. And who uh, then later on murdered the archbishop? Right, right. So you're trying to expose what's come out uh, in a movie. So I'm trying to expose what it. you see right. spotlight while they reported on the process of exposing the abuse in the Catholic Church. Uh, spotlight never really addressed the uh, the predators or the victims. So my uh, pr- uh, screenplay, uh, Broken Vows, uh, is designed to address to give uh, viewers an insight into uh, you know, the lives of, of those who are abused as well as those who cover up the abuse. Well, you know you're not going to get much help from the media because the media is totally on the other side. That's correct. But you see, on the other hand, if I could find a producer, for example, like Mel Gibson or someone, who remember right. Mel, you know, uh, when he produced The Passion of the Christ, Fabulous now, the movie. media, of course, Fabulous, would never terrific. do that. But, and then they 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 criticized and they they try to say it's going to be a flop. You're wasting all your money, and 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 then he proved them wrong. So if right. I can find someone like Mel Gibson who could look at this and say, "Hmm, this is correct." I mean, this is you see, ninety five percent of everything that is found in my screenplay is based upon real life, you know, uh, uh, events. I th- I think it would be an absolutely fabulous movie to see because we need to see exactly what's happened, but it's going to be one which hopefully I'm saying this in hopefully, hopefully it'll upset some people and wake them up to what's going on and let them see that there are alternatives. We've got to give people alternatives. Those who are, uh, who are Roman Catholic right now and they want an alternative. A lot of them are really, really worried about themselves they can't go back to the church and there's nowhere else they can go so they are almost adrift and that's a very sad thing they're good people they're really good people and they enjoyed the service they enjoyed the liturgy and they enjoyed uh, the entire thing that uh, with the roman catholic church provide even the latin and may parts because latin i thought was not necessarily a bad thing people say you never understood. Well, yes, we did understand the Latin. And the other part about it was any church anywhere in the world 
you may not understand the language, but it was in Latin, you could understand it. I thought that was a good thing for a universal church. Well, and that's uh, something that's, again, as you know, coming under fire by Pope Francis and uh, uh, and, and, and uh, his minions who uh, are threatened, really, because you see, the people who are, are really like supportive of the, uh, of the Latin Mass, most of those are, are people who uh, also, you know, support family life, who are not, you know, into the whole, right. you know, LGBTQ uh, let me ask agenda. You, do, you, do you have a problem with the Latin Mass? I don't. No, I don't. I, I, I taught liturgies, so I, I can appreciate, you know, both. Thank you, Gene. Gene Gabalka. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station. Thank you, Gene. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.